0: Welcome back to Millennials Versus Money, presented by the Cashflow Crusade. You already know what we're doing today. Today is Financial Friday, and we're gonna be dropping some nuggets, talking about finance, we're talking about assets and money. So it's gonna be really good, and it's gonna be fun, because I have a lot of perspective that I'm gonna bring this week, really because I had some interesting conversations this week. about a couple of different things. And really it came on the, the topic of assets and you know with more people starting to want to build like generational wealth and different things wanting to invest long term getting to real estate put their money here put their money here IRAs 401ks um, you know the the talk about assets what they are how you should uh, invest kind of where you should put your money how you should park it long term and how you should do a couple of things that has came up now so in this episode we're going to be talking about assets and um, I'm actually gonna compare two. So I'm gonna compare one that everyone should really know about, and it's the Roth IRA, okay? So everyone basically kind of moving into 2020 wants to invest into the Roth IRA because, I mean, let's just, let's just be honest, it's one of the best types of accounts that you can invest into simply because of the fact that it's a, excuse me, the fact that it's an actual, um, you know you're getting taxed now and you're putting your money into the account and it's growing without being taxed in the future so you're building a tax-free retirement which is what a lot of people like inside of the Roth IRA so I'm actually gonna compare that to life insurance now people are like why, why are you gonna compare a Roth IRA to life insurance as far as asset to asset we're gonna talk about that but let me start with the disclaimer so I want to say this life insurance is not an investment Okay. This is not me saying life insurance is an investment. This is not me saying um, that you should invest in any of the things that we're going to talk about, but this is me simply showing you another perspective to things that you probably have not thought about. So open your mind. Think about it. It might blow it. So let's start with what a Roth IRA is, right? So a Roth IRA is super simple. Roth IRA is a retirement account. It's a qualified retirement account that you get taxed on the money right now, and you're gonna have a tax-free retirement in the future. So you're gonna put your money in already getting taxed, and you're not gonna get taxed on it in the future. Just like I said, it's gonna grow, and essentially, you're not gonna have to worry about what the tax rates are when you actually try to pull it in retirement, which is a contrast from like the actual 401k, right? The traditional 401k that you would get through your job the biggest issue with that is that you're going to have to worry about the taxes when you actually get to retirement. And a lot of people don't like that. And really, we're starting to realize this more than ever, honestly, because the 401Ks came out, honestly, around 1980s, 1981. So we've been in them for about 40-ish years now. And really within 40 years, there's only given one, time, one generation time to really retire fully inside of a 401k and unfortunately we're watching that that generation is having a difficult time retiring because one they weren't saving enough money to start with and two the account that they were in just wasn't the best they're getting killed with taxes and they're having a really difficult time trying to actually um you know get out of this hole that they that they kind of dug themselves into so that's the that's the uh that's the that's the problem with the 401k now the ratha area like i said is an after-tax account and it grows without being taxed in retirement now we're comparing that to life insurance because there are some options inside of insurance that you can build money within and a lot of people don't know about them so we're going to jump into the comparisons with both so let's start with the first one okay so if you're looking at I want, let's say I want to get into one of these two types of accounts and I just, I want to use it literally simply to just build money up long-term just to pass money on to the next generation. Like I literally just want to create generational wealth and grow money long-term and not even use it just for my retirement. I'm not even going to get to that. I'll get to that next. But I'm talking about just trying to build money up right now to be able to pass the next generation. If that is your case, it doesn't make sense to not have life insurance, and I'll tell you why. So when you're comparing the Roth IRA to life insurance, just simply for the fact of passing money on in generational wealth, there's no other type of account, no, no other type of product that you can actually get and invest into that actually will give you the type of return that life insurance will give you. It just doesn't make sense. Like, like for me, I have a life insurance policy, that's gonna I pay, I don't know, maybe 30 bucks a month, right? And my 30 bucks a month is gonna get me $300,000. So if anything happens to me, I'm just gonna give an example, God forbid, but something happens to me within a year of that policy and I'm paying 30 bucks a month, well in a year I would have paid $360, right? Well, If something happens to me that next year, I would have paid in three hundred and sixty dollars, and I'm gonna pass on three hundred grand. Like that doesn't make sense. That type of investment doesn't exist anywhere else, right? Compared to the Roth IRA, if I put in three hundred and sixty dollars, even if I paid thirty dollars a month into my Roth IRA, when I when I pass away and I pass that money on, I will have passed down three hundred sixty dollars, right? So the the investment and the kind of look as far as assets on that level it's not it's not comparable but let's actually move into retirement okay let's actually start talking about what if what if i actually because i I get that right we all get life insurance that's the point you're supposed to get it to be able to pass down more money than a Roth IRA i get that but let's actually talk about if you're trying to build it for retirement purposes so you put the money into a Roth IRA or a a life insurance product to build money for retirement purposes so off the top like I said in the life insurance product that's building money just like a Roth IRA is off the top you have a guaranteed asset so if you're going to start with I don't know my case I have a that's my term I just told you about let's say my permanent where I'm actually building money in I'm paying $50 a month and my death benefit is $100,000. So that's how the life insurance is. But again, that product is building money up for me long term. So I'm out to be 25 next year. So realistically, I have 40 years to be able to put money away to actually grow money. So 40 years, I mean, I'm just gonna compare that to a Roth IRA. So let's just say I put $50 into both just to make the numbers even. Now, if you know anything about insurance versus a Roth IRA, the insurance policy will gain less interest on the good years than a Roth IRA. Roth IRAs are going to get more interest on the years that the market is positive than you would get inside of an insurance policy. That is completely understood and it's true. Now, understanding that that's the case, you got your life insurance, you got your Roth IRA, right? I'm putting $50 into both of them. So let's say in the next 40 years, remember I'm about to be 25, 40 years from now it'll be 65. So I'm just kind of giving some numbers as far as how it would look when I actually retire. So over the next 40 years, if I'm putting $50 into both of them, ideally, and I'm not even gonna fact, I'm not factoring in the losses, okay? Because Roth IRA can lose Life insurance cannot lose money, but I'm not even gonna factor that in. I'm just simply saying 50 bucks, 50 bucks, life insurance, Roth IRA, right? The Roth IRA is going to, of course, if I, and I'm, I'm gonna give it a 6% interest and I'm gonna give the life insurance a 4% interest. Okay, so over 40 years, the Roth IRA is going to build up more money. This is true, this is 100% true. But when you think about it like this, even if let's say over 40 years, I put 50 bucks a month in, and my interest was 6% every single year, it's compounding. Well, if you think about it, and this is me just giving numbers off the top of my head, let's say you built up a million dollars. Okay, let's say you built up a million dollars, which probably wouldn't be that high, but I'm just gonna give an example. You build a million dollars in your Roth IRA. Let's say at 4%, $50 every year inside of a life insurance policy, you built up money, and let's say it's just at, let's say it's at 750,000, not even at a million, it made less money. But remember, you have a guaranteed asset that is guaranteed on top of the, the money that you build up that a lot of people forget about. So when you're thinking about, okay, where do I wanna invest long-term? Think about it in terms of, okay, I'm going to build money in both accounts, but one of them is gonna give me a guaranteed asset that I'm gonna pass down to my family when something happens to me. And it's separate from the money that I'm gonna use for retirement. So give that in mind. So that's the first point I want to make when we're kind of comparing both of these two products in the, you know, when we're actually talking about assets. So the second thing I want to talk about is when you can pull money out, because we understand, okay, that's how you build money up, right? You build money up and, you know, you got the guaranteed asset and you don't in the Roth IRA. We get that, right? We understand that completely. No questions about that but let's talk about how you could pull money out of the two products. So life insurance and a Roth IRA. How do you pull money out of both of those? So in a Roth IRA, we kind of understand that, you know, let's say that life hits and, you know, I'm asking a question, this is kind of rhetorical. Everyone pretty much already knows this, but where's the first place that everyone goes when life gets hard and they need quick money? They go to where they've been saving it. And if they've already dumped away their savings account, they're gonna run to their retirement account and pull the money out, which is kind of unfortunate, but that's just the way it goes. So if I'm going to run to my retirement account and let's say I'm using life insurance versus Roth IRA, okay, I need to pull money out fast. What happens? Let's talk about it. So in the Roth IRA, you can pull out, which is I love this about the Roth IRA, but in the Roth IRA, you can pull out, as much money as you put in, without touching the gains, you could pu- you could pull out whatever you put in, without taxes or penalties. Without taxes or penalties, and it's nice because, hey, I mean, you put that money in, you can pull it back out because remember, you've already been taxed on it, so cool. But here's the issue: before you're 59 and a half, if you touch any of that money plus the gains that it got when you factor in the interest you're going to get taxed and you're going to get penalized on the money that was grown inside of that account if you're not 59 and a half. So that's what happens to a lot of people when they go to run to that retirement account and pull that money out. Well, they end up pulling the money out and they liquidate it and they lose a lot of the money that they built because that's not the way that a Roth IRA was meant to be used. The money is liquid, but... You cannot effectively pull it out without getting penalized or taxed if you try to touch the gains. So life insurance. So let's talk about how that money is actually pulled out of the policy. So inside of life insurance, you can pull money out of the policy before you're 59 and a half. And it's actually pretty neat because let's say, you know, let's say I put a policy on my son and I'm putting however much money away every single month. And let's say, because my son, he just turned two. Let's say for the next 16 years until he turns 18, I put money away, which I am doing, by the way, for my son, and it grows and it actually turns into an asset of, I don't know, let's just say $10,000 in the next 18 years that he can pull out. Well, in any type of normal retirement account, he would get taxed and penalized on that money. If he pulled it out because he's not 59 and a half at 18. But let's say, okay, he wants to go and get a car and he wants to just, he doesn't doesn't want to have to pay a payment. He wants to get a cash car for 10K. He can pull that money out before he's 59 and a half without taxes or penalty because it's in insurance. It's not in a retirement account. That's the way that the tax code works for insurance policies that build money. A lot of people don't know that but that's something to think about when you're thinking about okay how does the distributions work how can I pull out when can I pull it out that's something that a lot of people just don't know but that's something that you can do for your kids and the reality is the rich people know this they've been doing it for years you know the biggest companies banks you know all these financial institutions actually banks i'll use banks for example people don't know banks invest into life insurance that's something that actually blew my mind but the money that you're putting inside of your savings account when they go and actually invest it in somewhere other place in the market they put in stocks mutual funds they also put it in life insurance because they understand that life insurance is a safe investment or i'm not gonna call it an investment it's a safe place to grow your money that's a safe place that's why banks take your money that you store in your savings account flip it and get their 12% and then give you 0.01% it's a business so that's the that's the second point that I want to bring up when you're comparing the life insurance versus Roth IRA so I want to jump into the next one and this was the one that really a lot of people don't understand and it's actually really important because it blew my mind kind of when I actually figured it out so let's talk about your interest rate Okay, let's talk about your interest rate when you're actually like putting money in an account because people are so like worked up about, okay, I want to make an invest. I want to make an investment, but I don't know what account to go to. What's your interest rate, right? Well, it's it's important when it's relevant to like a savings account. Yes, we understand that that is not a great investment. When you're putting money into a savings account, you're going to get 0.01, 0.02% interest and it's going to take your money hundreds of years to double. We get that. I've made tons of videos about that. We understand that. But let's actually jump into interest rates. Let's actually jump into it and make it make sense. Okay. So people think I'm crazy when I say it until I actually explain it. But when your money is in an account that has the potential to lose money, your interest rate is irrelevant. I'm going to say that again because I, I know I sound crazy. But when your money is in a type of account that has the ability to lose money, your average interest rate is irrelevant. Completely, it's completely irrelevant. Even the number that you got that year, it's irrelevant. It doesn't doesn't matter. You might be like, okay, that doesn't make sense. Break it down for me. Let's talk about it. So let's say that, let's say I have $10, okay? Actually, I make it even easier. Let's say I have a dollar. Okay, I have a dollar right here. Let's say that this first year I lose 10% of this dollar. So I lose 10% of this dollar in the first year and it's it's in a Roth IRA. Okay. So I lost 10% of this. Obviously, if I lose 10% of $1, I would have lost 10 cents, right? We get that. You lo- you lose 10%, you lost 10 cents and now you're down to 90 cents we get that so let me ask you a question if I lost ten percent of my dollar this year what percentage would I need to make for me to get back to one dollar what percentage do I need to make and most people would say well, that's easy you need to make ten percent do I uh, let's let's think about it do I do I need to make ten percent if I have one dollar okay? and the first year i lose 10% in my account so i lost 10% but i have a dollar i lose 10% so obviously if i have a dollar i lost 10% that's 10 cents i now have 90 cents so if you're going to say it's easy you just need to make 10 you need to make 10% to get back to a dollar okay it's easy but if you think about it i have 90 cents left so if i make 10% of 90 cents that's that's 9 cents That's not, that doesn't get me back, that I'm still a penny short. And you might be like, okay, like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, okay. So it's not 10%, okay, it's just 11 or 12%, okay, whatever. You just lost a penny, you're right. But let's add a couple more zeros on this balance. Let's add just a couple more zeros. So in the example of me having a dollar, just losing 10%, that's nothing. I mean, okay, you just lost 10% or you lost 10 cents and you need to get 10 cents or 10% back and they get you nine cents. We get that, right? But let's add a couple more zeros. Let's say my account value is $100,000. Okay, let's say it's $100,000. Now, if I lose 10% of $100,000, that that changes things. Now it's like, okay, whoa, you lost 10% of 100,000, that's $10,000, that's a big deal. Now you lost $10,000, now let's say you get 10% that next year you're at $90,000 or you're at yeah, you're at $90,000 right now $90,000 10% of $90,000 doesn't get you back up to $100,000 so when you're looking at it on a big scale of when you're really growing money long term the average interest rate is irrelevant because if you lose 10% math doesn't work like that with money for you to just get 10% to get you back to zero. So when you think about that, think about this and consider this in your Roth IRA. When you lose money in a Roth IRA, right? Let's say when the market crashes and like when the market crashed in 2008 or like when the market crashed for three years in 1999 to 2001, three years, it was negative. When the market crashed in 2008, the S&P 500 lost negative 39%. Okay, so I'm giving an example of you losing 10% of $1. What if you lost almost 40% of $1? So now you're at 60%. Now let's do the math and think about, okay, how much money, how, what the per, what percentage do I need to make of well, the money that I have left to get back to where I started? And it's not 40%. I just proved that to you. So you've got to consider that and think about, okay, if I lose money this year, next year, even if I make all, have a massive year of 40%, it doesn't matter. I'm still not even where I started two years ago, right? So that's something that a lot of people don't think about when they actually have money inside of their account and they're looking at these interest rates and thinking, okay, well, I should be good, you know, because... You know, I, I got 10% this year. Oh, I was negative 10% last year, but I got 10% this year, so it evened out. That's not true. That's not true. In insurance, and this is my last point, it's safe. So you don't have to worry about those losses inside of your account, like we talked about with the average interest rate that we just talked about. With insurance, you have a guarantee to never lose money. So versus know your your IRAs, your 401ks, pretty much every other investment that's tied to the market, there's really no guarantee that you won't lose money. So like we just talked about with the uh, average interest rate, when you have an account that can lose money, your interest rates are essentially irrelevant. Well, inside of insurance, you can't lose money. So when the market drops like it did in 2008, negative 49% or excuse me 39% you didn't lose anything that year so when people lost 39% in one year and you lost nothing because you were at 0% okay now you got to think about okay while everyone over the next couple years is trying to get back to just even they're trying to get back to zero they're trying to get enough interest to get back to zero you're still going so every down year you're flat and you're going up and then you're flat and then you're going up. So in all actuality, there's no real, there's no dip. So when you're thinking about, okay, even though the Roth IRA gains more interest, which is true inside of its account on the good years, when it's a negative year, when the insurance product is going flat, instead of losing and the IRA is losing, over the next couple years you got to think about okay who's really winning because you would think okay if you're getting less interest in your insurance product than you're getting into the in the roth ira you must be losing in that account and i would argue that's not true so really those are my points um you know for these actual two different accounts insurance versus roth ira those are my four big points. I mean, there's a couple of other points that can be made, but I really wanted to hammer down on those because there's so much, so much confusion as far as how they work, what you can invest to, into, and just all the little intricate features within them. So that's that's essentially it, guys. That's gonna be our Financial Friday episode. Um, I do appreciate you guys sticking around and listening like always if you're watching on the video on YouTube live, Facebook live, Instagram live, you can find our podcast on Millennials versus Money. Look it up Millennials versus Money on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. That's where you can find the podcast and everyone that's listening on the actual podcast, you already know how we do. I salute you guys. You guys have a blessed day and We will be back for our regular episode this Monday. Y'all take care of a blessed week.